Hey guys, what's up? I'm Smithers from Art Smitten from Sin Media and we are here with the lovely Karen. Hi Karen, how are you? I'm good, thank you. That's great. So Karen, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Yeah, uh, my name's Karen Therese. I am the Artistic Director of PYT Fairfield, which is in Western Sydney. And um, I um, am here in Melbourne with a show uh, called Tribunal. Mm. So can you tell me, Karen, what was your main inspiration to come up with this idea? Uh, well, it's, I, was interested, I was interested in doing work um, with a human rights lawyer, an international human rights lawyer who I know. And um, we wanted to do a work maybe about um, race and sexuality, actually. And we were mm-hmm. in a residency in um, Adelaide. And while we were in residency, like, researching these ideas, an asylum seeker boat crashed at sea mm-hmm. and 25 people drowned. Yeah. And um, I suppose it was the first time I'd kind of not noticed that people were dying in the ocean, but really took um, a more intimate kind of attention to it. And also, the people who drowned, they drowned, um, the boat sank just outside of Australian waters. So oh, there was a conversation wow. about what should happen to these people, and they're actually still, their bodies are still at the mm. at the bottom of the ocean. So, you know, that was a quite a disturbing um, time for us during this kind of intensive weekend that we were, we were um, researching ideas. And then the, I said to the human rights lawyer, what is a Australia have to do to, you know, you know, stop doing this. And he says, Australia needs to have a Truth and Reconciliation Tribunal. And then I said, right, what's, you know, tell me about that. And um, from there, you know, that I realised the idea was, the idea kind of formed from that conversation about Australia. Joe was saying how Australia needs to say sorry to um, our First Nations people and apologise for the event, and then we can move on as a nation to, you know, to stop kind of inflicting trauma and violence onto Onto people, onto people of you know um, who are perceived to be uh, different. different from yeah. I get that bit, Karen. You know, like it's definitely <laughs> a bad thing that's going on at the moment. I mean, like everyone's human. Doesn't matter what country or what kind of skin color you have. It's definitely you know judging others is wrong, and you know that's what creates war in the first place. And for people to come over to Australia or try and travel dangerously over here, you know, just to live in a safer place, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And um, in tribunal, we have two young men who are asylum seekers and they're also artists from Afghanistan and they're mm. performing in the show talking about their experiences and basically talking to Arivonda Dixon who's a First Nations elder from Sydney and um, they they kind of talk about their experiences, their parallel experiences of incarceration and living in kind of a different, um, you know, uh, world than other Australians, a world that's kind of very heavily policed and that kind of um, political and, you know, strain that they're constantly under and through like the Aboriginal Protection Act in the 80s and you know the asylum seeker code of conduct that the asylum seekers need to co- to sign um, when they enter into a society and that conduct that code of conduct basically prevents asylum seekers to really engage in in Australian uh, in the community and and I think a lot of people don't know you know that this is all happening so it's, yeah. it's, it's you know tribunals are it's kind of like giving a real human story we made a really big decision not to um, bring politicians or media into the conversation mm-hmm. and we're looking at a kind of way of really talking about the human experience and a kind of really kind experience you know it's a very kind of like instilled this idea of radical kindness into into mm. the conversation 
so the audience don't have a ne- negative experience or in any way feel, you know, that it's a hard wa- hard show to watch. It's actually a very uplifting show to, to experience um, because of the decisions you've made about, you know, just giving space and only one to, you know, creates a lot of ceremony and, and ritual in the work. And, and it's quite funny as well. So every performance we've ever done of the work... You know, people always stay back and, and talk to us all. Yeah, well, you definitely can't get those lives lost that have been lost at sea. Yeah. But I don't get it. Why can't people just have respect for each other? Like, and everybody just live at peace. Like, I just don't get it. Like, Why can't people what? Live at peace and, you know, don't I, judge each I, other. I don't know. People spend a lot of time uh, trying to make other people feel bad. I don't know, I've just come back from South Africa where, you know, they're just kind of recovering from apartheid, you know, which is yeah. a very recent history and kind of from the 1990s. But they have had a Truth and Reconciliation Tribunal there led by Desmond Tutu. Yeah. And so people are at least talking about the atrocities of apartheid, which, you know, they're both white, black and coloured. Like everyone can at least talk about it. So the shame, to a small degree, has been lifted. Mm-hmm. So I just think, you know... Yeah, With a, what Tribunal's trying to do is, you know, to promote a conversation, a kind, you know, conversation, a community conversation about that somehow tries to get to the core of the human experience, you know, that ultimately is about being kind to each other and getting to know someone that's from a different culture than you. Yeah. Well, again, everyone is human and everyone does need that's, to respect that's, each other. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, once you kind of see the show and you meet Marty and Jawad and... You know, you can't help... I mean, they're amazing, extraordinary people. And um, I think it was William Yang who said, once you know someone's story, you can't... You know, it's very difficult to judge them. Can you but, tell um, us more about the show? More about the show? Yeah, well, um, there's six of us on stage, and each performer is actually um, has kind of real experience working within, you know, the world of human rights or asylum seeker um, policy. Uh, there's Katie Green, who's, who's actually a human rights lawyer, and she has experience as a performer. Paul Dwyer is, he's a kind of um, performer and he runs a performance studies department at Sydney University, but he was also with a company called Virgil 1.0, so has a lot of uh, mm. history experience in the Vatican theatre. Marty and Jawad um, are both Afghan refugees, but Marty used to run a, um, a theatre group, a feminist theatre group in Afghanistan that supported the rights of women. Okay. And so him and his theater company, Papyrus Theater Company, used to kind of create these covert, um, you know, worlds to try and gather women, um, separate women from their husbands and boyfriends to kind of teach them about their rights. And they used to try, this theater company traveled, went to women's jail and schools and promoted, you know, women's rights in Afghanistan. And eventually that was kind of seen um, by some extreme, extremely religious people as, you know, as going against the Sharia law. And that is why he became an asylum seeker um, mm. so so that's you know everyone's everyone on stage is kind of legitimately could be a part of a tribunal and that's kind of when I researched the idea of what a tribunal is you know I kind of read that you know they're set up by lawyers and politicians but also artists are involved in these tribunals so I just kind of assumed that I could actually do that myself and and start Australia's first tribunal I mean it's the same as like you know when 
you know, a lot of people, gay marriage isn't, isn't legal here in Australia, but people still have weddings. And so people are still moving forward and being witnessed in ceremony. And, um, mm. and so we have Arnie Rhonda, um, Dixon Grovner, who is the kind of convener of the tribunal. Um, so I was like, who is the most powerful person? Um, who should hold the law in our tribunal? Who, I, who do I believe is the most powerful person in this country? And I thought it would be the Aboriginal woman. Yeah. So Arnie Rhonda was approached. And she also took on, you know, the role in a way, you know, that has true significance to, you know, it being a legitimate tribunal and it being, you know, and her elderism being a very significant part and her leading as a First Nations elder is a very big part of our process. And I suppose the process of making it was, you know, had a lot of Indigenous uh, ceremony and ritual. There's a creation of a possum skin cloak um, for Annie Ronda to wear. And we spoke to each other for eight months, you know, which was quite intense. And then we rehearsed for six months on the floor. But um, so it's very different to the way that I think we, I usually make theatre. It's, it's um, very much looking, you know, lending from legal legal procedure from First Nations kind of ceremony and history and process and also, you know, Afghan culture as well. And I think all those elements kind of make up a kind of people's court that we've created that is about, you know, human beings and about Australia, about contemporary Australia ultimately. Yeah. So, Karen, the big question is, have you always been into the whole human rights thing or a theatre? Like, <laughs> yeah, where did it all start out for you? I've been an artist, but, um, yeah, most of my work is, you know, relate, related to kind of themes of human rights and, and identity, Australian identity. Yeah. yeah. So, but have you always been into theatre or is it just something that just gradually came when you started? No. Oh, uh, no, I went to VCA and, um, yeah, and I've always been interested in theatre, yeah. Art's always been a kind of uh, way of me kind of processing. Like, my mother is um, was a migrant and she ended up being uh, institutionalised as a child um, and she's part of the Forgotten Australians um, and is part of the inquiry that's happening now the um, into children in care. So, you know, I have a very big history of, you know, um, kind of trying to understand injustices um, in my family and things that happened to my mom and ultimately the kind of intergenerational impact of incarceration, incarcerating children and separating children from their culture, which is what happened to my mother. Yeah. So it's wow. all about... So I'm very interested in how and when these kinds of offences take place, how Australia is really psychologically, financially and politically impacting, it impacts like the generations you know um, it really does scar people like i know the feeling yeah what what um what do, where are you from well i don't really have a background like so like my dad's spanish and my mom's irish but i know what it's like to be judged and discriminated and you know treated differently because you might like have a disability or you might have a learning disability yeah. or you know it's exactly the same way but it's and I've seen like many of my friends you know tease other people that are you know different and I think that's wrong you know they sh- the people that shouldn't be like that like I definitely yeah, don't know it, what it's like to walk in your shoes like no one really does until you have walked in someone else's shoes so. that's exactly it and I think in the conversations that tribunal promotes and there's a big conversation that happens within the show people talk about all sorts of things you know and people relate to it because it's talking about yeah everybody the human experience and, and um everybody's got a story yeah you know 
But it's like when they um, talk about richer or poorer as well, it's like people discriminate against that as well. Like, uh, yeah, what's the difference between... Yeah. What's the difference between that? Because at the end of the day, you know, if the world ever ends, you're still human, you know? Yeah, you're still human, yeah. Money's and, you know, your life can become so much better by engaging, meeting new people and people who are from a different culture or people who are, you know, different to you. Otherwise, you know, well, you know, you just end up kind of, you know, alone in your own thing. And it's it's, it's a wonderful... I mean, knowing... Getting to know Marty and Dollar has just been the most extraordinary learning experience for me, you know. Really yeah. amazing exchange, you know. So... Have you been to other countries and seen that personally happen yourself, or...? Have I been to other countries and what, sorry? Personally seen it yourself, like, like discriminating and, like, training other people differently? Well, I think it happens a lot in Australia. I don't think you need to go anywhere see it a lot in Australia and it's talked about in the show, you know, just yeah, generally. Definitely. But, um, I, I mean, I've been to Israel and I, you know, you just have to drive around for five minutes and see, you know, the persecution or people there. I mean, it's everywhere. You know, it's in South Africa. It's in, you know, I was in Germany recently and they're still recovering from, you know, an enormous wartime experience that they've had. Does I mean, it it's like, everywhere and it's very prominent. Does it ever scare you for the way things have turned out like recently? Like have you seen um, what's been going on in Melbourne? Well I just think, you know, I work in Western Sydney in Fairfield and Fairfield is Australia's most multicultural suburb and it's also the second it's receiving 8,000 of the refugee humanitarian entrants from the Syrian Iraq crisis. Mm. So and, it's, and it also has Australia's biggest Iraqi community. Yeah. So my job is when working in Fairfield, I'm also from Western Sydney too. I'm from a place called Mount Druitt, which is probably one of the most stigmatised suburbs in in Sydney, if not Australia. And it's, so I I have felt you know class, you know, and I'm a gay woman as well. So That's all right. you know I understand things from a class system. From love is love, my friend. Love and is from love. From a kind of racial. So I have a number of my family's Hungarian. So I'm you know I'm I'm a white woman who has a very kind of complex migrant history. And you know, being gay, um, but aren't we yeah, all so immigrants? Really, the like... complexity of of it, and I've experienced it myself, which is why I suppose took the liberty to do this because I, even though I'm not an asylum seeker, I can, to some degree, understand discrimination mm. on a number of levels. Yeah, but, you know, comparable to First Nations and asylum seekers, you know, my experience is, is different and. Yeah, but, it, you know, the conversations that we had for the eight months talking to Annie Ronda were just profound for all of us, you know, because everyone has been saying, you know, we had to go into a really deep place and a very difficult place for a lot of us. I mean, the work talks about Annie Ronda's, you know, working with young people and how young people, in Aboriginal young people in this country are incarcerated at extreme rates and, you know, the suicide rate for young people, for young Aboriginal people is just so, you know... I mean, I'm, you know... And we do apologise for so anybody that has that been affected it's, it's, it's a national, this. It's an absolute crisis. But at the same time, Marty could empathise with that because as a young man himself who lives with other asylum seekers, they also are struggling and there's also a high rate of suicide for young Middle Eastern men. And so we're yeah. talking, you know... So that's a kind of like talking at the very core of, of what actually what's happening in this country is like children are... Children are killing themselves and... You know, yeah. we had to kind of process a lot of this, and particularly for Marty and Annie, one that comes from a, a very personal experience. And we try to find, I think the tribunal in my practice as an artist is trying to find kind ways to talk about very difficult subjects. And I think, you know, tribunal does that successfully. And um, I think I know that because we've 
you know, we, we're in our fourth season now. So, and it's really important. I mean, we had a presentation at the Museum of Contemporary Art, you know, just recently, and an audience member said, this is what's missing in our culture right now, this conversation. And other people have come to Tribunal and said, this should be available like church every Sunday, like when Trump was elected. We should be able to go to Tribunal and all sit together. And there's this idea of kind of tribunals about community action and people learning how to talk together, people who don't know each uh, other, kind of learning how to there. talk about difficult subjects together. And that's kind of what Hello. it's about, and it's a very spiritual experience for people, I think. Oh, sorry, I'm walking. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> well, um, that sounds like a lot of work that and a lot of effort that you've put in. And you know what? I think I've made a new friend, and I think I stand with you on what you, <laughs> you said. You should come and see and come and say hi. Yeah, I should. I will. Definitely, like, I definitely have to come do a review, so I will come and see you. Uh, so you will be visited by Smithers from Sim Media, <laughs> from Art Smithers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So where can we find you? Um, we're at Arts House on, open on Thursday. Yeah, and that's online at artshouse.com, I think. And it's Tribunal. Wow. And so we open on Thursday and it runs all the way to, I think there's two shows on Saturday. So Karen, I want to say thank you so much for this interview. I'm going to have to unfortunately wrap it up. But it was no really problem. lovely talking to you. And you know what? Stand by what you're doing because I think you're a star. <laughs> Absolutely. Like star. <laughs> yes, so, uh, I'm very well known. Um, please don't go looking me <laughs> up though. <laughs> okay, thank you, Karen, very much, oh, guys. Man. This is Smithers from Art Smith and Sim Media. We'll see you later.